This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast where we talk about issues that affect your family's health. And today we're talking about plagiocephaly, a condition found in infants. Becca Thomas is a physical therapist at MidMichigan Health who specializes in pediatrics. Health Dose asked Becca, what is plagiocephaly? In layman's terms, plagiocephaly is a flattening of the skull, sometimes at the back or sometimes at the, kind of the, the back side of the head, usually caused by laying down on the back. But it's very treatable, very common disorder, and you see a lot in young infants. Is it because the bones haven't knit together? Yes. So an infant's skull is very soft. Mm-hmm. That way they can fit through the birth canal very easily. And then when they are laying on flat surfaces, especially those with hard plastic underneath, like infant swings or car seats, there can be a flattening of the skull. It's something that can be reshaped. What are the symptoms of plagiocephaly and what should parents look for? The main thing that you'll see is just that flattening. There aren't really other symptoms associated with it. However, if it's left untreated and it's severe enough, there can be some asymmetries with the eyes and the ears that can affect balance later on, especially higher level coordination and balance skills for sports, just because we're wired to work off of those symmetries with the eyes. So things like hand-eye coordination and especially your balance with the inner ear that can be affected when they're offset. Is it painful for the person who experiences it? No, not painful at all. Usually it's more traumatic for the parents than it is for the child, especially in the treatment of it but it's not painful at all. You mentioned treatment. What do you do as a physical therapist to treat plagiocephaly? A lot of times, if it's caught early enough, we can do repositioning or simple exercises and teach the parents to do a lot of those at home. And just that simple repositioning so that the pressure's off those flattened areas of the head, that can reshape it. If it's caught later, if it's more severe, sometimes we'll recommend a helmet. And that is something that will reshape the skull into a nice round shape. If parents see their child with a helmet, usually they they get more stressed out or concerned. It's more of a traumatic experience for the parent. Once the helmet's on, the child really doesn't notice it, and it doesn't affect them. It doesn't hurt. Sometimes in the summer it's a bit warm, but that's pretty much the extent of it. You actually do, like, traction? No, not traction. It's a helmet that parts of it put pressure on the outbowed portions of the skull, And then space is left for the flattened parts of the skull so that as the child grows, the head reshapes into that nice round form. And we work closely with orthotists. They're the specialists that actually make the helmets for the child. And it's something that the child wears about 23 hours a day, and then they take it off to wash for bath time and and to wash the head. But once it's on, the child usually forgets about it being there, and then goes about their day like normal. And how long will this treatment last? If we don't have to use a helmet, sometimes treatment can only last a couple months. If we need to use a helmet, two to four months, maybe a little bit longer, depending on the severity. So you don't always use a helmet. The helmet is in more severe cases? The helmet is in more severe cases. Like I said, if it's caught early enough, sometimes we can do all treatment with repositioning and simple exercises. However, if it's later on and the the flattening is more severe, then we'll use a helmet. What's the relationship between plagiocephaly and prematurity? With prematurity, the skull is a lot softer, so and the child spends a lot more time on their back, so we'll see it more often. But prematurity doesn't cause plagiocephaly per se. A lot of times we'll see an association with plagiocephaly and torticollis, 
which is a shortening of the neck muscles on one side of the neck and sometimes a strength issue as well. And then we'll see a head turn and tilt, and that will put pressure kind of on the back corner of the skull, and we'll see a flattening that way too. And what, what, are, what is used to, to work on that straightening of the neck? We'll do some repositioning and some stretching exercises that we can also teach the parents to do at home. A lot of times, if you see your child always looking in one direction, say to the right, we'll ask that when you put them to sleep, turn the head to the left so they get that nice stretch while they sleep. You can change what direction that they're looking in their crib so that they have different visual stimulus to help them turn. If you're nursing or bottle feeding, we recommend changing which side you're nursing on. That way they're looking in a different direction for that as well. And then we'll also do some strengthening. It's very simple exercises for the baby. Just looking up a lot of tummy time will help. And that will also help reshape the head too if there's the plagiocephaly. Time spent on the belly or on the side will help take the pressure off the back of the head. Tummy time strengthens the, the neck muscles, I would think. Yes, tummy time is the one thing that will best help your child in terms of head control, keeping a nice round head shape, and keeping the neck muscles nice and symmetrical. But it's also important to remember that when you're putting your baby down to sleep, they need to be on their back. Yes, we always recommend, um, and as per the American uh, Academy of Pediatrics, uh, we always recommend the, the Back to Sleep campaign putting your child on a firm, flat surface without pillows and without soft uh, surfaces around. But when they're awake, time spent on their belly is the best thing that you can do. And that includes things like having them lay on their belly on your chest when you're reclined in a chair or on the couch. That all counts as tummy time, too. It doesn't necessarily have to be on the floor. Is there anything a parent can do to prevent plagiocephaly? A lot of that repositioning can really help is in terms of making sure that they're looking both ways and they're doing a lot of their tummy time. If you're doing all those things, you can still see some plagiocephaly and, and there's not anything that is associated with that in terms of other disorders, but it can still happen even if you're doing everything else. It's not something that parents are doing wrong. Sometimes we get that question, is there anything I could have done or or did I do anything wrong? It's not that you're doing anything wrong. It just happens sometimes. Sometimes based on the way that the child is positioned in utero, in the, in the womb, we can see that flattening even when you're doing everything right. Do you have good success with working with infants? Oh, yes. This is a, a very treatable disorder, especially the earlier that we see them, the better. Usually within a few months, we'll see it fully resolved and the child goes about as normal. That is MidMichigan Health physical therapist Becca Thomas. As always, if you have health concerns, the best place to start is your primary care provider. If you need help finding a primary care provider, go to midmichigan.org slash doctors. And to learn more about MidMichigan Health's comprehensive rehabilitation services, you can go to midmichigan.org slash rehab. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Hope you'll check back soon for another edition of Health Dose.